Welcome to Tea for Lunch, a weekly show presented by Arcade Studios. Every week, we'll serve you the top stories we're following in social media, entertainment, celebrity, and tech in 15 minutes or less. You can catch the show live on Instagram Thursdays, like right now, at 12 o'clock Mountain Time, or on all podcast providers, including YouTube, on Fridays. We're your hosts this week, Mike and Mel. Hello. This is our first time doing it together. I know. We were just talking about that. And we don't have tea. We have Starbucks. Well, I guess you could get tea from Starbucks. Yeah. I warmed up some water, and then you brought your Starbucks, and I was like, I have one too. I don't like tea. I find it too watery. It's just like, there's n- it's not giving me anything. Yeah. I like green tea. There's something like oh. kind of savory about it. Oh, interesting. I appreciate, but I don't like black tea and like stuff like that. No, I hate herbal tea. Like caffeine-free tea, why? Yeah. Like that's why I like green tea. There's caffeine in it. I think sure. there's more caffeine in, in green, green tea. tea than in coffee. I think you're right. But anyways, we've got our Starbucks and yeah. How's your week going, Mike? It's going pretty good. Um, I was... I had my mind blown by a 10-minute TikTok ad last night. Mitzi showed it to me. I can't take credit for discovering it myself. She's my TikTok queen. But uh, then I forced you to watch it so mm-hmm. that we'd have something to talk yeah, about. Yeah, I just watched it. What did you think? It, it did blow my mind as well. It was so like up-to-date with TikTok culture. Mm-hmm. And they worked with TikTok creators and Paris Hilton. She was like the main star. Yes. I didn't recognize her at first. Mitzi showed me. I said, who is that girl? And she said, <laughs> Paris Hilton. And I said, that makes sense. You were like, that's hot. Yeah. I don't know. She just looked different. She looks great. But for some reason, I thought she looked different. But the 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 ad was amazing. Yeah. For being a 10-minute ad, like I don't know if I've ever watched a 10-minute ad on any platform before. No. Like not even on TV, obviously. So for being a 10-minute ad, it held my attention pretty well. Me too. I won't give away why, but you should go check it out and then get the reward at the end. There's a lot happening in the 10 minutes mm-hmm. and there's like so many new characters and so many things that they're talking about. I think that that's why it kept your attention. Like, I feel like that would have been a really big production to pull off. Yes. And it sure. was meta at the end. You see like the people behind the ad within yes. the ad. Anyways, it's really good. So you use all the features. There's some mm-hmm. shots fired at Airbnb, which are honestly hilarious. Very valid. Yes. Well, it was like they were saying, I'm paying to stay here. Why do I have to clean everything? Yeah. Why do I have to, when I leave it, like basically leave it better than I found it? It's like I'm paying. I'm sleeping and, in a, sta- a stranger's bed. Yeah. And I'm paying a cleaning fee. What does the cleaning fee include exactly. if I have to do all of the cleaning at the end? I know. It's so, yeah, too go real. to the Hilton TikTok account and watch that. That's your homework. You won't regret the 10 minutes that you spent there. Matters where you stay. It does matter where you stay. Should we get into the actual news? Sure. Okay. I think we just need to, t- I think we're planning to just talk about Super Bowl because there's so much to talk about. Yeah, a few different angles at the Super Bowl. Yeah. And I mean, game. to me, it was like, it's like more so the Rihanna concert that we should be talking about. I definitely tuned into the Rihanna concert, but I'm sure that you tuned into the game. Yes. I, yeah. But I was excited about the concert, like the halftime show. Okay. As soon as I saw it was going to be Rihanna, I got excited, but I was also anticipating some guests. Same. Like that was part well, of. Well, she did have a mini guest. Oh, fair enough. And she kind of alluded to that in an interview. She said she did allude to like the guest was going to be. She alluded to it beforehand? Mm-hmm. Oh, I completely missed that gossip. Yeah. So anyways, if you missed it, which if you if you don't know this news, you're truly living under a rock, but we'll, we'll keep you up to date. So Rihanna had her first performance in five years at the most recent Super Bowl. It was an amazing performance. And it was also kind of a pregnancy reveal. Yes. Um, so she revealed, and it was later confirmed, like when she first came on, people, the internet was like going crazy and I was kind of watching people 
speculate and everything. And then it was later confirmed by a rep that yes, she is pregnant. I think, I don't know, she's, I don't know how many months people are saying all different things, but it definitely was like a huge performance. She kind of came out of, you know, performance retirement for the past couple of years. It was an amazing performance. And um, her music had a 211% increase in on-demand streams and a 390% increase in digital song sales overall after this performance. And I saw this really funny meme that was Kris Jenner getting on the phone after seeing that, you know, Rihanna's music was doing so well. And she was like, how can we get Kylie into music? And I just thought that that was so funny. First of all, why Kylie? Like, I feel like Kendall needs something. It's true. I think Kylie is her moneymaker because Mm. Kylie is the only billionaire. True. But it's like, does she need more money? I know. Like, diversify. Get the other girls going. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But it's, it's cool to note the uplift in like streams and online sales after the Super Bowl because I realized, I didn't know this before, but halftime performers don't actually get paid. Yeah, that's wild to me. And she sunk like $117 million or something like that into the whole production. So Why aren't they paying them? Like, I just, I don't know. That I seems like I think because weird. of the publicity of it, right. they just can do that. It's like kind of a rite of passage for the elite artists. Right. Her. That makes sense. Well, yeah. And her performance was the second most watched halftime show right after Katy Perry. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised by that. I feel like Rihanna's a better performer than Katy Perry, but. And also there's been halftime shows with tons of different artists. Like even the like one last year. Yeah. Dr. Dre and, and, uh. 50 Cent, and I don't even remember who else was in that one. But That was an amazing one. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, no. Um, And then what I loved, too, was during the performance, she goes and someone hands her, like, a Fenty Beauty compact, and she touches up her makeup. And I just thought that was amazing. And it's cool because it came out that Fenty Beauty searches increased by 833%. And I thought that was interesting because it feels so like on the nose that like, oh, she would use a product. And then it's like, did people not know about Fenty before? Like, why are they searching for it? Mm -hmm. I think they were searching for what specific product she used. It's like, if Rihanna is using it, then like I need it. Right. But I thought that was cool. And like, might as well. If she's not getting paid, might as well promote Fenty. Work all the angles. Yeah. Get everything out of the sports that you can. One thing I didn't realize from watching it on TV was how high in the air those floating platforms were. I saw some angles from like the actual like seating in the stadium of how high the platforms mm-hmm. were and it was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And I would just be terrified. Like she was strapped in obviously like to the platform, but there wasn't anything from above holding her. There wasn't anything to hold on to. So she was just like freestanding on this platform hundreds of feet in the air. Yeah, it was a really cool shot. Like when at the end when she's saying diamond and then it was like the shot of everyone behind her and she was on the platform. And I saw some people saying that like they weren't super impressed by the performance and she could have done more. And it's like she was suspended in the air, you know, like what more do you want? Yeah, Did, did you catch the TV angle at the end? Where it all when it all finished and like the camera lifted yes. up and it looked like her body left her outfit and she yeah. was just like going to heaven or something yeah. like that. That yeah. was crazy. Incredible. So yes, there was also a game during or book ending the Rihanna. A concert. game did take place. Yeah, That's true. Apparently, allegedly. <laughs> the Kansas City Chiefs beat the Philadelphia Eagles, which from my perspective is unfortunate. And there's a lot of speculation these days that the NFL is scripted, which I choose not to subscribe to that belief. But um, when the Chiefs shouldn't have won and then they win because the mm. Philadelphia Eagles were just so good this year um, and they put up a great performance in the Super Bowl. 
it kind of makes you wonder. If it's like scripted, imagine being a player. Imagine like having to go along with whatever they plan for. That would suck. I know. Well, there's like, there's also talk that some players don't and then they get like released or something wow. happens or the people don't want to sign them. That's controversial. Like that. yeah. I didn't know that. But I don't think it's true. But, but I think there are elements that can be embellished or or manipulated a little bit by the NFL just for Yeah, well, it's like a huge entertainment opportunity. So exactly. it's not like just about the sport. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they won. They won because of a lame penalty at the end. Um, it, it technically was a penalty, but it was the kind of penalty that you don't have to call. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think it necessarily would have changed the play. And then also, if you watch back footage from that play, the Chiefs, there was also a penalty that could have been called on them rather than the Eagles. So it just felt like an anticlimactic ending. But overall, it was a fantastic game. A lot of Super Bowls end up being kind of boring to watch because one team just blows out the other. Um, or it's really low scoring or something like that. But this one, it was it was really well fought from both sides. I enjoyed it. Um, <clears throat> part of the newsworthy element of the Super Bowl, too, was that the Kelsey brothers were on either sides of, of the field. So Travis Kelsey is the star tight end for the, the Chiefs. And then his older brother, Jason Kelsey, is the star center for the Philadelphia Eagles. Wow. And they've both won Super Bowls before. So it was 1-1. And Travis Kelsey obviously came away with the Super Bowl this time. Um, but they actually have a podcast together called the, called New Heights. And it's uh, it took off. They just launched it this year. Um, they're number two overall on Apple Podcasts as of this Tuesday, number three overall on Spotify. And fun fact, they're actually number one overall in Mexico, but also Canada. Um, and then also on the show that they just dropped after the Super Bowl together, they shared how they're a finalist for a Digiday Award. Wow. So Good for them. Yeah. But like leave something for the rest of us. You know? I know. Like do you really have to do it all and be amazing at it all? Yeah, it must be nice to launch a show when you're already famous. Yeah, it must be nice. Yeah. But anyways, good for them. Making sure lots they of money. Were yeah. you cheering for anyone? In I didn't even know who was playing. So, um, yeah, I'm going to be real with you. I didn't. I only watched for the halftime show and the commercials. As did a lot of people. Yeah, and I'm not ashamed to admit that. It's my truth. So no we're going to talk about some of the commercials. There were some really great ones, but we want to talk specifically about some of the commercials that kind of caught on online and that people were talking about because mm-hmm. that's, I feel like, what is really interesting to us. So, I mean, I feel like this is something that people know already, but a commercial, like a 15 to 30 second spot in the Super Bowl is between six and seven million dollars. So the quality and like the caliber of commercials tend to be really high because they're spending so much money on it, which I'd be curious to know if that's more or less than it used to be. Because obviously it's like a highly watched event, but TV advertising is less of a prominent advertising channel than it used to be. We need to do that research. Yeah, we'll have to look into that. So yeah, we're going to talk about a couple of our faves. Mm -hmm. You want to kick us off? Yeah, and I I just realized I don't actually know how to say this because we don't have it in Mm. Canada. I want to say tubby, but I'm going to say tubey (laughs) because it's like more like YouTube or like watching the tube. So tubey sparked a lot of reactions. Um, It picked up a Super Clio, speaking of awards, for best ad. And the commercial made it appear that the Super Bowl broadcast returned from a commercial break with Fox Sports announcers. And then suddenly it seemed like someone had picked up the remote and switched it over to Tubi to watch the show. I think the best part of this for me was more the social content after the fact of people sharing what their living room situation looked like when this happened, when this went down. And uh, even people saying how like they need to repair relationships with their mother-in-law or their like 
sister or whoever it may be because they were calling them names or exchanging curse words or things like that because they thought they sat on the remote. So yeah, that stuff's funny. I think there's been some cool stunts like this in the past. Like I remember there was a Reddit stunt where it seemed like the broadcast had been hacked, um, but I felt like it was still original enough to be Yeah, I thought it was really cool. It was like such a simple concept, but really like effective. So I loved it. Absolutely. What did you like? Um, okay, so my favorite was the Elf Cosmetics um, commercial, and they tapped the internet's favorite, most favorite celebrity right now, Jennifer Coolidge. So everyone is obsessed with her, I think, following White Lotus. I mean, she's an icon, and she has been for a long time, but she's just really popular right now. And the commercial was amazing because in a recent red carpet interview, Jennifer Coolidge is asked, like, what part do you want to play? What's your, like, dream part? And she says that she'd like to play a dolphin, okay? (laughs) So then for this commercial, they're promoting this primer, and it's, like, a sticky primer, and she puts it on, and she's like, I feel like a dolphin. (laughs) And so it's just, like, incredible. And it was, to me, it was so amazing because if anyone knows, 20 years ago, actually, yeah, a little bit less than 20 years ago in 2005, she was in a Cinderella story, which is the movie with Hilary Duff, iconic movie. And she plays like the stepmom. <laughs> is it iconic? Yes. Okay. Yes, it is. Okay. So she plays like the, the evil apologies. stepmom. Yeah, you should. And then <laughs> um, she's like driving the car and someone's like, oh, you don't look very upset. And she goes, it's the Botox. I can't show emotion for another 24 hours. So I feel like she has like really funny like beauty moments and like she just will forever be an icon and so 20 years down the road she's still just making waves yes so she's beloved she's it was just amazing and I think Elf seeing like that red carpet moment and then being like we need to get her in a commercial saying Mm -hmm. that she feels like a dolphin genius they hit it yep so that was my favorite I can and she just has such a distinct voice. Yeah. That's it's so perfect. Yeah. Um, why doesn't she have a podcast? She kind of sounds like a dolphin. That's true. Um, the NFL's ongoing brand evolution reached a new peak Sunday night with a commercial that I really liked. Um, it was during the Super Bowl halftime spot, and its captivating star was a girl named Diana Flores, who's the quarterback of the Mexico women's national flag football team who sprint through 90 chaotic seconds of TV isn't just entertaining, but evidently embodies the NFL's growth strategy for the years ahead. What does that mean? Uh, well, in focusing on a Hispanic woman who plays flag football, the league advances several core strategies simultaneously, which the first is obviously flag football, um, particularly in high schools where safety concerns continue to rise around tackle football and the injury risk and participation is actually continuing to drop. Secondly, though, it's also encouraging fandom among women and people of color. And finally, they use cameos, people like Mr. Beast from YouTube, in an attempt at drawing the youth market that is, of course, also critical to the game. So the best part for me, again, kind of like the 2B ad, was the stuff that happened afterwards. I was just showing Mitzi a, a post on Instagram where the star Diana took her parents to a a screening of the commercial. They didn't know that she was the star of it. They just knew that she was part of it. And they saw it for the first time. And it was just an emotional exchange where they realized that their daughter was a star of this NFL commercial. And that's just the stuff that gets you where it counts, you know? Oh, yeah. They're like crying and laughing. And again, that's another homework piece is to go and watch that. It's it's like a collab post between her and the NFL. So you should be able to find it pretty easily. Yeah, I think one of the reasons why we love watching Super Bowl commercials is because we love to see people's reactions on social to the commercials and the content online after. And it's just a fun time overall. There's more that we could have talked about, but we only have a certain amount of time on Tea for Lunch. True. 
I think all I'll add is I just like that the NFL is expanding into these other kind of angles at the sport because of how much injury, especially has happened this year. Yeah. Out of all years this year, there's been some really critical stuff like DeMar Hamlin with his cardiac arrest on the field, but also a lot of concussions and things like that. So being someone who has kids that loves the sport of football, I like that there's other ways for, to enjoy it without the injury risk. Yeah, I think that's amazing. It's mm-hmm. a positive message and hopefully it is pointing to a positive future for the NFL 100%. and more. Now that we wet your palate, go eat something more substantial. Bye.